welcome to TTM Cast, your sports collectibles podcast, sponsored by SportsCardForum.com, the ultimate in sports card trading and discussion, and sponsored by Diamond Service Grading, fast, accurate, transparent card grading for today's collectors. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TTM Cast, your sports collectibles podcast, where we talk TTM, cards, autographs, collecting, and a whole lot more. This is our fourth season, season four, episode 12. It is the weekend of March 27th. And guess what, guys? You're listening to the nationally ranked sports podcast hosted by me, Jeff Baker, and co-hosted by by my friend and co-host for life, calling from Dallas, Texas area, is Mr. Drew Pelto. Welcome, Drew. Hey, good to be here, as always. Drew, I can't believe I'm back in Boston. It was so nice in Florida for two weeks, then 85, 90 degrees every day, sun's out. I come back to Boston, it's rainy and cold, and it's going to be like 20 degrees on Monday. I'm just like, I'm not a happy camper. Ooh, yeah, I bet. I mean, I remember uh, remember once I came back up to Boston after uh, winter break. It was right after, so it was right around like Martin Luther King Day. It was, uh, I mean, I was only going down to Ohio, so it's not like it's, you know, that much warmer or anything, but still, you know. 20 degrees in Ohio in January, and then flying into Boston, I think that night got down to two degrees at, uh, up there. And what happens at like 1.30 in the morning where the fire alarm goes off in my dorm, so I'm having to go outside in that along with it. And I'm like, oh, God, just no, no, not 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 happening. But when yeah, I, I totally get I, that, though. Get, getting back home at least can be good. So When I went to UMass, I lived on the 20th floor of one of the, the t- towers. I don't know if you've ever been out to UMass Amherst, mm-hmm. but I lived on one of the 20th floor on the towers, and uh, my first year, my freshman year, there was a, literally a fire bug on uh, in Southwest Drum area. She, this woman that they finally caught, was lighting fire bugs, but oh, by fires. So every like two days, we'd have a fire drill, and we weren't <laughs> sure if it was real or fake. But so you'd have to walk down twenty flights of stairs in the middle of the night, uh. and then you'd have to walk back up twenty flights of stairs, and. You know, I was a little better shape then, but still. <laughs> just buy a parachute and go out the window at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was not fun. Well, Drew, why don't you let people know about our, our fine, fine our radio show? Of course. You can listen to it every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. It gets replayed at 10 a.m. Eastern. That's on the Sports Map Radio Network. You can tune in uh, on your local Sports Map affiliate. It airs in, I think, about 100 markets around the country. And if you can't pick it up there, you can always go and uh, listen to it on the Sports Map Radio app, which you can download from your local app store. You can also find past episodes on our website at sportscollectorsclub.com, Sports Collectors Club being the name of our show. So make sure you go and check that out. It's a lot of the uh, content you get here, but a little bit more focused on just collectibles in general rather than just uh, rather than the folks being on TTM. Drew, you do that so much better than me. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Two years of practice there. <laughs> Very good. Very good, guys. The name of the show is Sports Collectors Club. It's sportscollectorsclub.com. Check it out. Well, um, you know, I'm back from Florida, and the only good part about coming back to Florida, other than seeing my son and, and, and my dog, is that I had tons of stuff waiting for me uh, from the mail. So it was all sorts of cool stuff. I had so, a bunch of giveaway stuff that we're going to be giving away in the in the next couple of weeks from, 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 uh, from people that we've talked to on the show. Uh, I won a nine, uh, a 1993 tops rookie Derek Jeter card in a contest that I did. So, uh, we, we might be giving that away soon. We're, we're approaching 30,000 downloads. If you can believe it, Drew, I didn't, I never thought I'd wow. approach 3000 downloads, but we're, 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 
I think we're going to hit $30,000, if not this week, then next week, which is very exciting to me. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be having a lot of giveaways. And then uh, I had a, um, we'll talk about this in, in uh, stamp of approval, but I had a, uh, a Topps Heritage Box, 2022 Topps Heritage Box waiting for me. And that was, uh, I just opened it yesterday, actually. And it was very, very good box. And we'll talk about that. So a lot of stuff going on. And then I just want to mention, I was at the Naples uh, All-Star Basketball event uh, on Monday, this past Monday. And boy, what a great event um, they are. We had all sorts of great guys. Uh, Kevin McHale was there, Rick Barry, Artis Gilmore, and, and Earl Monroe. And these guys were very great talking with fans and signing autographs. And I probably had to get 20 or 25 things signed it was it was unbelievable they, they were just signing everything and talking basketball and, and i i can't uh, rave uh about how great the event was michael bird and his team put on so uh you know it's next year this talk of maybe doing a, a football event uh instead of basketball but uh, I, i'm planning on going to this event as long as i can because it's a it's a fabulous event so i just wanted to uh applaud michael bird and his team at um all-star sport all-star sports events and uh, all sport all-star events in naples florida they put on a great show and, and then um spring training was fabulous so i'm i'm gonna be actually go down uh next year we're planning four weeks of, of doing spring training um so we're, i'm gonna be coming i'm gonna go prepared i wasn't too prepared this year because when i when i start when i left there was this lock i was still on and i really didn't think it was going to end so i didn't really bring anything to sign so um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, I, I'm going to rave about spring training as well. So it was a great time. How was your week? It was pretty decent. Um, pretty light on the collectible side of stuff, unfortunately, as, uh, as you're going to hear once we get into the TTMs and stuff, but that just means I had time to go and sit down and write a few out. So I mailed out, I think it was 27 total this week. So, uh, got busy with the pen and paper there. Um, I've had that ankle thing going on, which has been interesting, but it's, fortunately it is getting better finally. Cause, uh, so I'll talk more about my uh, this event in, uh, later on, but I went to this Letterkenny Live. So any, any fans of the show Letterkenny probably know about that they do a uh, live touring stage show as well. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to get out to this thing. So, I mean, I can't put much weight on my right ankle at all there. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I, obviously, I'm not letting these tickets go to waste. So I just you know wrapped it up as tightly as I possibly could, got on the crutches, hobbled my way through. That was on Thursday, Friday. It was actually feeling better than it felt in like two weeks at that point. So it's like, all right, I can probably play this show that my band is doing on Friday. So went in, played that last night. This morning, it's still hurting a little bit, but nowhere near as bad as it has been. So it's like, all right, that's finally getting better, which is great because, I mean, I've sprained this one three times and it's just it, it it's never fun to deal with that kind of crap. So that's finally back to normal. Hopefully that means that maybe my luck will change on the mailbox because once again, you'll see later on, it's a little bit of a light week this week, but I did make some purchases, though, that will be coming in soon, and I'll probably have those on next week's show. So it was decent, just nothing in hand just yet. Very cool. Well, guys, we have a fun show this week. We have Michael Clark, who's the president of DSG Grading. It's Diamond Service Grading. He, he's coming on uh, just to talk about the grading industry and what's going on with Diamond Service Grading. And, and uh, Michael's a real character and very passionate about um the hobby and, and about uh, the grading community. And it's a fun interview. So stick around for that. And then next week we have NBA veteran and a, a member of the 1972 
uh, men's basketball Olympic team that got screwed, excuse my French, in <laughs> the Olympics against Russia and, the, and lost the, the gold medal in a very controversial game. Uh, his name is Tom Henderson, and he, he played for the Washington Bullets, and he played for the Houston Rockets, and he was very forthcoming about talking about his time in the NBA and the Olympics. So that's coming up next week. But this week, we have, what do we have, Drew? We have all our regular segments. We do. We've got Baker's Dozen, a nice little rundown of all of the hobby news from the week. Making the grade, where we'll talk about anything related to card grading throughout the uh, hobby. We've got stamp approval, just us talking about some stuff that we really liked from this week. We'll go into our Vern Rap Minute, where we're going to cover any uh, famous deaths across this week. And, of course, what everyone's here for, our TTM Returns. Yep, guys, uh, we want to hear from you. Let us know. We love feedback. Send us an email. Send us a text. Our text line is 978-729-0662. Once again, it's 978-729-0662. Don't worry if you don't write it down. It's available on our website. Or you can email us at ttmcast at yahoo.com. All right, that's it. I think we got all the introductions out, all our business out of the way, Drew. Let's get right to the show with Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen is a news summary of what's been going on in the hobby and there's some stuff, a lot of stuff we like to report. Before I get to talking about the news, I just want to wish everyone a great time at the Mint Collective that's going on this weekend in Las Vegas. I know a lot of uh, friends and listeners will be attending. I was supposed to attend, but I, I could not make it um, because of some personal stuff going on. So I will be there next year, but I want to wish everyone a good time at the Mint Collective in Las Vegas this weekend. Uh, one news item that really caught my eye, uh, this is this was auctioned off by a company called Comic Connect, a New York-based arm of Metropolis Collectibles. Drew, I got it. Metropolis yes. Collectibles, the first time. <laughs> they auctioned off a miscut 1952 Topps Jackie Robinson card. And the thing about this card is that on the left side of the edge of the card, it had the Mickey Mantle, the famous 1952 Mickey Mantle. You could see the outline of the, the uh, edge of the, the, what would have been the right edge of the Mickey Mantle, which obviously the Jackie Robinson card was right next to that famous Mickey Mantle card. Well, it was a SGC1, which is the poorest condition you can get. They had a number 42 written on it. It wasn't in great shape. But it was realized a price of $72,450. That's for a miscut card. Isn't that crazy, Drew? That's amazing. And it also kind of helps to add a little bit of a little bit of an answer to a mystery because I don't think anybody out there has probably ever seen a 1952 tops, especially that last series, uncut sheet. So it's I was kind of wondering, you know, okay, well, who was next to, you know, who was next to who on there? Because there's some absolutely iconic cards in that late series there, of course, Mantle, Robinson, um, I think Eddie, uh, Eddie, Eddie Matthews, Matthews right? is in there. A lot of big names that were in that final series there. And I've always kind of wondered just in the back of my mind, I wonder how those were lined up on the sheet. Who was next to each other? And well, now we have an answer there. And so to have two, you know, famous New York players right there in Mantle and uh, Robinson right next to each other. That's pretty nice right there. Just alone on that sheet, not to mention whatever else might be on it. How much you think an uncut sheet of 1952 cards with, with Mickey Mantle on it would, would go for nowadays? multiple millions i'm sure and i think if i remember right that mantle may have even been a double print now that i think of it which is crazy to think that you know that high of or that uh, valuable of a card was printed twice as much as some of the other ones that were there so that's just yeah that would be i mean you're talking multiple millions at that point i don't think i've ever seen one have you i don't think i've ever seen one 
No, there's I I would bet they probably don't exist. I mean, there may be, you know, some reproductions of them out there. Like wouldn't surprise me if like, you know, Tops has like a repro of one in their office or something like that. But as for an actual legitimate sheet, I would think there's no way that could possibly exist. No, I know. Well, there was, there was another uh, high auction result on eBay, huh? There was, yeah, slightly better condition on this one there. The uh, Willie Mays rookie card graded in a PSA 7 went on eBay this week. And eBay's been making splashes here this week with some really high, uh, high-valued cards getting sold there. This one went for $57,900 on eBay this week. So, yeah, eBay making a big splash. And Willie Mays there, another uh, early 50s big name right there as, uh, as the guy. I know I'm so I'm so amazed every time we 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 report a, a high uh, sale on eBay. You don't think of eBay just selling that high an item, but it's it's just it's fantastic, and it's just uh, amazing what eBay's done with cards. I mean, I, I think we reported this a couple of weeks ago that every second of every day a card is sold on eBay, and that is just unfathomable. You know what? It, yeah, it really is. I was gonna say yeah. I mean, this is and the great thing with eBay at least is that there's something out there for everybody. I mean, if you want a card for a quarter, you can probably find it on there. If you want to spend, you know, six figures on a card, you might be able to do it through there. So it's just such a wide range of stuff there. So it's like that's that that statistic of one card every second seems so shocking. And then you think of that, it's like, well, I guess that kind of makes sense there. Because, I mean, there's just, there's just such a wide range right there. They don't have to specialize in just low end or just high end. Yeah, they're doing a great job. Well, I uh, just want a little t- NFT news for you guys. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs have created a special NFT uh, set, a bunch of NFTs, really, for Greg, Pop- Greg Popovich. See, I, I got Met- Metropolis Collectibles, no problem. Greg Popovich, I butchered. <laughs> <laughs> special NFTs for Greg Popovich's 1,336 wins. Um, it's commemorating it. It's really cool. There's a bunch of them available. Check out spurs.com forward slash NFT. And one of the cool things about it is that proceeds from the sale are going to the San Antonio Food Bank. So that's really cool. Congratulations on Greg Popovich. Great job to the Spurs to creating a, a different type of NFT. They're really neat. Go check it out. Spurs.com forward NFT. And, all, uh, and as I said, money's going to San Antonio Food Bank, which is really nice. Another great, um, comp- great effort, great company, great person, great. What do we call this, Drew? Yeah, <laughs> humanitarian. Any effort. of those would work, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, our friend Tim at Signature, Signature for Soldiers um, has raised one hundred forty-three thousand six hundred three dollars since November fourteenth, which is awesome. And they have been named uh, the charity partner for the national again. So I just want to congratulate Tim on his uh, yeoman work. They do a great job. Check it out. It's signatures for soldiers. All the money that is raised, the the players uh, sign the cards and donate the cards. Uh, Their signatures for free. He gets cards from people. He's always looking for uh, supplies. And all the money goes to help wounded veterans, which is unbelievable. It's a great, great cause. And it, it, it obviously uh, encompasses what we're doing for TTM and autographs and collecting. And Tim is a fantastic guy. So if you're going to the national, Tim will be there and you can also check it out. Just put in signatures for soldiers in social media and you can follow them. And congratulations, Tim, once again, on raising $143,603, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, that we, we're going to talk about some shows coming up. There's a couple of cool shows coming up. Don't you think, Drew? There is. Yeah, I've got, of course, the big Chantilly, Virginia show is 
Coming up next weekend, that'll be April 1st through the 3rd. You can find out more about that show at csashows.com. Nice lineup of players who are going to be there signing. Dante Culpepper, the former quarterback for the Vikings, Dolphins, a couple other teams in there. Uh, Bernard King, NBA Hall of Famer. Bob Dandridge is going to be there. Dikembe Mutombo, one of my favorites. Got the, uh, I was always a big fan of the finger wag after the uh, blocking shots there. I even did that during an eighth grade game. So, uh, <laughs> Did you get it, punched? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't think the kids saw it at all when it happened. But, I mean, I was the third shortest player on the team, and I somehow led the team in shot blocking. So it's like I got to get in my, my things where I can there. But, um, yeah, DK Metcalf also going to be there, the uh, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. So, once again, csashows.com, Chantilly, Virginia, next weekend, April 1st through the 3rd. Go and check that one out. The following weekend in Wilmington, Mass., at the Shriners Auditorium, is the Rich Altman Show. We lost Rich last year, but his company is still going on. They're having a fantastic show at the Shriners Auditorium in Wilmington, Mass., April 8th through the 10th. And what a lineup they have. They have Tony Perez, Phil Esposito, David Ortiz, Ricky Henderson, Wade Boggs, Andre Dawson. And that's just to name a few. What a, it's, a, it's a really good show. A lot of autographed guests. You can go to HollywoodCollectibles.com to learn more. Once again, it's the Rich Altman Show in Wilmington, Mass., April 8th to the 10th. And I definitely will be attending that show. Drew, we got some new releases to talk about. This mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, We have four releases coming out th- uh, this week on March 30th. The first one is the 2021 Panini One Football. And this is one of these weirdo uh, high-end high uh, ones that have come up recently, right? Kind of since um, kind of break, since cake, the case break guys came came aboard, right? This is really a, a new one. Um, a one. It's one encased autograph card. All the cards are on uh, all the cards are autographed on card, and um, it is it's seven hundred dollars for 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 one card kind of out of my price range, but um, I know, you you know, Panini does a great job with this, and usually the the quality of the guy signing is really cool. So check it out, 2021 Panini One Football, one encased autograph card, all the uh, autographs are on card, and that's going for $700. Definitely a product for the gamblers out there, but hey, I always like seeing what comes out of them. Yeah, it's a lottery ticket. <laughs> Another one coming on the same day from Panini. It's going to be a basketball offering this time, but... Excuse me, 2021-22 Panini Contenders Basketball hitting the shelves. $530 price tag on that one. But with that, you're going to get 12 packs, 10 cards per pack, so 120 cards out of that box. And among those, you're getting two autographs, two parallels, and eight inserts or insert parallels per box. So nice uh, grouping of stuff in there. And, of course, Contenders is a uh, it's always a fun product there to check out. So once again, 530 the price tag on that one coming out on March 30th as well. Yeah, and the rookie class is still pretty good for basketball this year, and we're we're getting into uh, playoff time soon, so some of these cards are going to increase in value. Another one coming out on the 30th is Tops Inception, Tops Inception Baseball. Boy, Drew, I'm having a tough time with all these words today. Tops <laughs> Inception Baseball. They, it is uh, one, You get one autograph or one relic and th- two base cards in the box. It's basically three cards per box. And uh, they're going for about $225. I've seen case breaks on them uh, previously, and they're okay. Uh, again, another lottery ticket product, if, if you will, but a little less uh, investment in terms of $225. So if you're into that, uh, one, one auto or relic plus two ba- base cards, um, it's coming out tops inception on the 30th. I uh, got one that's more into my price range here. Upper Deck Series 2 Hockey is hitting the shelves. $20, the price on their blaster boxes there. Six cards per or six packs per box, eight cards per pack. So 48 pe- cards total right there. 
It's a 250 card base set. So uh, you'll need a few blasters to be able to have a chance at, comp- at completing the set there, but it's an upper decks hockey product. It's always going to be good. It's always fun to complete those sets and everything. So check those out. Like I said, $20 for a blaster. You really can't beat that right now. Yeah. And I love the young guns in the yeah. hockey, the upper deck hockey, which is really cool. That's one of the inserts. And uh, you know, $20 for blasters, I think the cheapest out there. Cause a lot of the companies I know have gone up to $25 for a blaster box. So 20 bucks for a blaster box is pretty good. Well guys, that wraps up Baker's dozen for the week. Next up, we're going to announce our contest winner and uh, announce our, our contest for this week. <laughs> Well, I want to congratulate Andrew Williams. Andrew Williams is one of our longtime listeners, and I'm so happy that his name came up on the random or randomizer. Andrew Williams won a collects.app t-shirt. Thanks for entering. Andrew is from Ohio. This week, I've got a, I don't know, what are we, we going to call this? A collector's pack, Drew, right? It's a, it's a little of everything. So I've got a TTM cast t-shirt, a CSG baseball hat, a collects.app t-shirt, all in a CSG bag. Pretty good deal, right? Yeah, that's a lot of stuff in there. Like a wide variety of items. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw also throw in some uh, uh, sports collectors club card stands. We'll put in some TTM cast magnets in there as well. So it's a cool little collector's pack. All you have to do is send me your name and your mailing address. How do you enter, Drew? That would be TTMcast at yahoo.com. That's right. Just email us at ttmcast at yahoo.com if you want to enter to win. Uh, and I want to thank our friends at collects.app for the t-shirts and uh, our friends at CSG as well. But check out collects.app. It is a fabulous app. If you're going to a card show and you don't have collects.app on your phone, you're doing it wrong, guys. All you do is collect. It's a free app, free, no charge for, for, for it at all. You can scan in any card front, back, and what it does is it it pulls up uh, how much the card recently sold for uh, and what in the last like 10 times or 20 times or something to right in. Now they do baseball, football, uh, basketball, hockey, and soccer, right? Yep. So it's a great, it's a big database of cards and I don't know how they do it, but say you have a 1978 Don Zimmer uh, card and you want to scan it and see how much that goes for. You just, if you just scan the card at the show, Scan the front. You can scan the back. And then it will come up and it'll say, oh, last eBay sale, a dollar. Last eBay sale, a dollar fifty. Last eBay sale, two dollars. Well, the guy at the booth wants five dollars for it. And you go, look, guy, this only is worth a dollar here. It's right near my app. And I bet I bet you can get it down, get them down to the dollar, a dollar fifty or whatever it's worth. So check it out. This is not a commercial for collects.app. This is a, this is a true endorsement because I really love it. And uh, I, I've scanned probably eight or ten of my cards just to see how it works. And it works fantastic for vintage cards. It's it's great for vintage cards. The newer cards, it's a little tough because of all the different colors and, uh, you know, the the blues and purples and greens and all these different mm-hmm. Panini cards. But it does find it. And there is a database. And if you if it, if it can't find it, you just type in the, the description of the card and it finds it anyway. So I'm I'm going to give my my endorsement to collects.app because I think it's a great app. And Drew, have you had you've had a chance to use it, right? Yeah, I played around with it uh, right when we first talked about it on the show. I got it and put it on my phone and tested it out with a few cards on there. And 
when I was testing out, it was like, you can tell that it's still kind of in its early stages, still in its development. But from what you said right there, it sounds like it's rapidly improving, rapidly growing. So I'm definitely, uh, definitely happy to have it there on my phone for like stuff like the national coming up this summer. Yeah. I'm going to bring it to the, the Rich Altman show next week and give it a, a, a try. I haven't used it at a show yet, but I have used it for my personal collection. I really love it. So guys, um, Thank you for uh, for the T-shirt. Andrew Williams, congratulations on the win. And if you want to win a, a collector's pack, which includes a TTM cast T-shirt, a CSG baseball hat, a, a collect.app T-shirt, and it's all in a CSG bag, and I'll put in some Sports Collectors Club uh, heart card stands, and we'll have some TTM cast uh, magnets in there. Just send us an email. And Drew, why don't you give the email address one more time? Of course. That is TTMcast at yahoo.com. Well, I think that, Drew, I think that might have been our longest contest segment. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So that wraps up contest, our contest segment. We're going to go right into Making the Grade. Making the Grade is brought to you by Diamond Service Grading. Fast, accurate, transparent. Diamond Service Grading takes the mystery out of grading. They proudly have the best encapsulation in the industry with an amazing inner sleeve that not only protects your collectible investment, but looks great as well. Easy to submit, quick turnaround. DSG Grading is ready to grade your cards today. Visit dsggrading.com to learn more. Well, making the grade is a summary of what's been going on in the grading community. And our friends at CSG had two huge announcements this week to coincide with their appearance at the Mint Collective. They're one of the sponsors and they had two big announcements this week. First, they have redesigned and rebranded their uh, certification label. So it is. they've gotten rid of the green and is in favor of a black, silver, and gold palette that will complement, not compete with colors of any sports card. And it's really cool. It's a nice, clean look. Drew, have you seen it yet? I have not yet. I'm definitely going to have to look into it, though. Yeah, it's a really nice, clean uh, look, and uh, that's really cool. And also, but what, this one's really important. CSG is updating their grading scale to more, uh, more closely align with the sports card collecting market. That meaning that a CSG Pristine 10 will be replaced by a CSG Gem Mint 10, which corresponds to the nomenclature used by other leading sports card grading services. The next highest grade will be a CSG uh, Mint Plus, which is a 9.5. So that's really cool. So the, the, um, they're kind of refining their, their grading scale, which is neat to, come, to kind of fall in line with some of the other grading companies. And they're also redesigning their label. So big things happening at CSG. As I said, I was at CSG, uh, I don't know, 10 days ago, two weeks ago. And uh, their facility is fabulous. So this is not a CSG commercial. This is just kind of thing, cool, two cool things that are happening at CSG. And uh, I just want to remind everybody about our friends at DSG, Diamond Service Grading. We have Michael Clark on, the president, coming up later. Uh, but... Diamond Service Grading, DSG Grading, offers a $5 coupon for uh, exclusive to TTMcast listeners. All you have to do when you when you go and check out, you can use this on one card or multiple cards. Let's use the coupon code 4HMUGTCG. Don't worry, you don't have to write it down quickly. It's available on our website. But here it is again, 4HMUGTCG, $5 coupon code. And the cool thing about uh, DSG, Diamond Service Grading, is they have a QR code uh, on their label. You just scan that QR code and you can find out why your card got the card it received. So check it out. DSG Diamond Service Grading. They are um, they, they are a nice, a great company. 
And that wraps up making the grade. Next up is our TTM cast stamp of approval. I bet you're wondering who earned this week's TTM cast stamp of approval. Well, Drew, why don't you take sample approval first? Because you, you had a, a, a fun night the other night. I did. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned earlier on in the show that I went to Letterkenny Live, which uh, anybody out there who has uh, ever seen the show Letterkenny knows that it is absolutely hilarious. And if you haven't seen it, you're you're living wrong. So uh, it's on it's a show that's on Hulu and it's about life in a small Canadian town. And it's just taken off by storm. It started out as a short YouTube series of like these short uh, little skits and clips and everything. And it eventually got picked up by Hulu and Crave and was, uh, yeah, it's turned into, I think they're on like 10 or 11 seasons at this point now. But they also do a touring live show. And so uh, when my wife and I saw that it was coming to Grand Prairie, which is a town right next to us, we're like, okay, yeah, we're going to be going and getting tickets to this. And so hobbled my way into the uh, theater there and to our seats there. But it definitely was worth every penny that uh, that it cost there. So it takes like uh, stuff similar to what you see on the show. And they've got like some, you know, new skits. They show some new clips upcoming from the show and it's uh, in its next season. Um, a lot of, I think it was like what, four, five, six, seven, about seven of the characters from the show were on the tour and everything. So uh, the big four and then uh, three of the hockey. Uh, oh, wait, no, it was nine. There's the two skids that were there too. But yeah, most of the uh, main cast was there and everything for it. Uh, they had some two of them who do some stand up on the side, did their own uh, little stand up uh, routines with it as well. Just, yeah, really great show. If it comes to your city, definitely go and see it if you're a Letterkenny fan. And if you're not a Letterkenny fan, start watching it. Cool. Thanks, Joe. I, I hope Jen got at least got you a beer and a, a hot dog or something. <laughs> I, I got I had I'm not a drinker at all. But, yeah, she did bring me a Coke and a water. So it's like, all right, that's that, that helps a lot. Way to go, Jen. Take care of my buddy. <laughs> Hey, my TTM cast stamper approval is kind of uh, twofold. I, um, my wife purchased a uh, 2022 Heritage Hobby Box for me online, and I didn't I didn't know where she got it from, and it was here waiting for me when I got home. And uh, I, I later found out that she bought it at, at Tops.com, which is really cool. So uh, instead of I think it was it was 125 or 129 dollars at my local hobby store. And on tops.com, we got it for $99 wow. with free shipping. So I'm going to put, you know, my sample rule is going to tops.com. I got, I got uh, a great hobby box. I opened it yesterday and lo and behold, I got a hot box. I had, oh, I had nice. tw- 24 purple, uh, you know, uh, border cards, uh, one in each pack. And I got, Basically, every star you could think of, except for, for Wander Franco. But I got Otani and Soto, and I just got I got I got all uh, Raphael Devers. I got a, I got all these great guys. I got a um I got a, a, a relic card. I got a hey Josh Hader uniform card. I didn't no autographs in it, but I got I think I got all the most of the guys I wanted. I did not get a Trout, and I didn't I did not get the Wonder Franco rookie card, but I did, did get a new age performer card. So all in all, it was a great pack. And, and uh, I would say I got maybe, maybe half the set. Nice. It was pretty good. I think I got nine or 10 uh, high number, you know, the high number inserts, the short prints. Mm-hmm. I did not get any of the variations. So, huh. you know, but it was still, I thought it was still a, a really good box, uh, you know, for, for $99. So it was so good. My wife said, I'll buy you another one. So she ordered, I ordered another one. I've got another one coming. Nice. Hopefully, hopefully I can make a set or get pretty close to a set. And then Drew, you and I can 
trade off when, when we see each other at the nationals, so we can, fin- <laughs> we can finish our sets off, but yep. my, my stamp approval goes to tops.com. I think, uh, you know, fanatics obviously has their, their hand in, in tops now. And I think they're improving their, their distribution and, uh, the turnaround time w- was really quick the, you know, I think, uh, I think my wife ordered the thing on like a Monday and it was here by like Wednesday or Thursday. It was, it was re- a really quick turnaround. So guys check it out. Um, you can get your cards at tops.com now. So uh, in the 2002 heritage, I know there's been uh, people saying that the boxes aren't good, but I, I, I got a great box. Yeah. Well, that wraps up TTM cast stamp of approval. Next up is our Vern rap minute. The Vern Rap Minute is dedicated to Mr. Vern Rap, who passed away prior to me sending out a TTM request. And we do this as a service to our fellow TTMers to let people know who passed away in the world of celebrity and politics and sports uh, so that they don't send out TTM autograph requests uh, and get embarrassed like I did. Uh, the, fir- the first gentleman that passed is, you might not have heard this gentleman's name, but I, I love the ABA. And I, 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 anytime we lose a former ABA player, uh, it, it's sad. His name is Elnardo Webster. He was a small forward in the ABA. He played for the uh, Nets in the in Memphis. He was drafted in the fourth round in the 1969 draft by the New York Knicks, and he came out of St. Peter's. Saying, why are we saying that? Because St. Peter's Pelicans have been crazy up in the, in the NCAA tournament. He Elnardo is in St. Peter's Hall of Fame. It was in St. Peter's. It still is. Isn't the St. Peter's Hall of Fame? Uh, he was 74 years old. Uh, Madeline Albright, the first uh, female secretary of state, uh, died this week, age 84 on her. Um, don't know about her TTM habits. I haven't done a whole lot of uh, political TTMing yet at all. But um, I mean, yeah, just a big name in the uh, political and historical world there for uh, that feat as being the first female secretary of state. I think that was like it's like somewhere on the fifth most powerful position in the country. Yeah, I think she was. A, I think she signed autographs. I, OK, I, I, I seem to recall seeing her signing. We also yeah. lost John Clayton. John Clayton, of course, was an ESPN NFL reporter, uh, you know, growing up with John Clayton, right? He's been on, been yeah. on for a while. Um, John had was ill and he passed away. He was 67 years old. I was like John Clayton because he always looked like such an absolute geek on there and he knew everything about football, though. Do you know what they called him? What his nickname was? What? The professor. There you go. That Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he should be teaching a college class more he than did. anything. Uh, Pete Ward died this week at the age of 84. Major League outfielder from uh, 1962 to 1970 played for a uh, Baltimore, Washington, and the New York no, Yankees. White Sox. Or White Sox. White Sox. There we go. Baltimore, the White Sox, and the Yankees. I was thinking Washington Senators when I saw the WS there, but yeah, uh, mostly with the White Sox and a uh, great TTMer for quite a long time. He had shut down the mailbox uh, about six months or so ago, so I ended up missing out on him. I got a Note back from, I would assume, his wife or family member saying, yeah, he's uh, unable to sign at this point. And, well, now we know why there, as uh, he's uh, died this week at age 84. Yeah, he actually suffered from Alzheimer's, so his ah, Alzheimer's go. condition must have worsened yeah. recently. But he was a really, really great T-Tamer, uh, yeah. a great proponent of it. Uh, we lost David Hill. David Hill is a, uh, a member of the Kansas City Chief Hall of Fame, not the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, but Kansas City Chief Hall of Fame. He played his entire career from 1963 to 1974 with the Kansas City Chiefs. He was an offensive tackle. He uh, played at Auburn. 
He uh, played in the first Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl uh, four with the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, he, was, he wasn't a bad TTM. He, he, he did sign. Yeah. And he was 81. Uh, over in the hockey world, uh, Jean Potvin died this week. Uh, played a, about 10 years in the NHL. He was 72, but he played from 1971 to 81 with the Kings, the Islanders, the Flyers, the Cleveland Barons, and the Minnesota North Stars. Defenseman for uh, all those teams. You may know his brother, Dennis Potvin, fairly uh, famous longtime Islander, has worked as a broadcaster as well after his career. Uh, Jean Potvin, not a TTMer. His brother did a little bit of TTMing and always was a great signer in person. But yeah, Jean Potvin, not exactly the most accessible, but uh, yeah, unfortunately died this week at 72. Uh, also from the music world, boy, this one hits, uh, hits hard, was uh, Taylor Hawkins, drummer for the Foo Fighters. And I found out about this one uh, last night as my band was playing a show. I had just gotten done with sitting there listening to one of the next bands, and it comes across my Facebook feed that Taylor Hawkins had died, uh, age 50 on there. But <laughs> yeah, he was the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Uh, he drummed with Alanis Morissette on a lot of her albums and a lot of her tours and everything. And yeah, he was one of my favorite drummers of the last 25 years. So it's like, wow, that was just a real shock right there to read that one. Yeah, they haven't said what the, the cause of death was, but 50 years old to die and at such a young age do you know if he was sick or not or it was just it sounds like it was a sudden thing probably a heart attack because they had said that um he was suffering from some chest pains they were supposed to play a show last night i believe and not long before that show he ended up having some chest pains and they just couldn't get to get get him to the uh get him medical attention in time i'm not much of a uh, music guy but uh you know the foo fighters are really good and this guy could play i they're good so we're sorry for your loss our condolences go out to all friends and family who've uh, lost a loved one this week and um we're we're, we again we are sorry for your loss next up we're going to talk ttm returns it's the news sports card collectors have been waiting for the csg population report is here it provides an up-to-date catalog of all the sports cards that have been graded by csg Designed to be user-friendly and easy to navigate, sports card enthusiasts can use the CSG Population Report to determine the relative rarity of a sports card in a particular CSG grade. Start exploring today at csgcards.com. This week's TTM returns are brought to you by Sports Card Forum. Find players' addresses, see who's signing, and more, all for free. SportsCardForum.com, the ultimate in sports card trading and discussion. I Drew, to be fair... I'm go- I'm doing three weeks worth of returns or two and a half weeks worth of returns. And you're only doing one week returns. So you kind of, you kind of carried the ball for us the last couple of weeks while I was on vacation. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give you the out, but why don't you tell us about your, your, your wah, wah, wah returns? Yeah. I only got one this week, which I mean, it's better than getting shut out at least. So there's that. And uh, it was at least, it was a request that I, been wanting to get for a while there. And it was a uh, Sonny Siebert, who of course was a pitcher for the Red Sox, the Indians may have been with the Cardinals for a little bit too, I think, but at the very least I know Red Sox and Indians were the two that I most know him with, but uh, he was supposed to be a guest at the 2014 national in Cleveland. So I had this eight by 10 photo printed up and everything to go with all the other ones I had. And then he had to cancel last minute due to an illness. So I've been sitting on this photo here for what, seven, almost eight years. So, uh, I also had him for the 72 set. He's with the Red Sox at 72. So I finally figured, all right, you know what? I might as well mail these out. He uh, charged, I think, like $8 per, something like that. So I figured, all right, we'll go ahead and try this out, and we'll send it away. And, yeah, fortunately, I was able to get it back about two-week turnaround, I think, on that, both the 8x10 and my 1972 signed. So 
if I had to only get one success this week, I'm glad it was that one. Yeah, and he was a pretty good pitcher on some really bad Indians and Red Sox teams. Yeah, definitely was. <laughs> those teams, those those Red Sox teams were not good, and I don't think those Indians teams were very good. They were, they were basically the Yankees farm team at that point, right? Right, yeah. Since the A's uh, moved, they like, well, okay, we'll have to harvest the Indians now. But yeah, the 19, about 19, well, the Rocky Calavito trade was what, 1960 or so? Yep. And from 1960-ish until about uh, 1995, the Indians were not good. I mean, come on, we had a movie made about how bad we were. Enough said right there. So, uh, yeah, he was on some really crappy years there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, solid pitcher, though. Yeah, the, I mean, the Red Sox in the early 70s when, when Sonny Sieber was there, they were not good. They they had some offense, and but not much pitching. And they I don't know. They just they weren't a good team. Well, that, at least you didn't get shut out. That's very good. Yeah. I, I, had, uh, I had a few returns uh, waiting for me when I come back. I actually I haven't sent anything out in like three weeks now, so I'm going to this week. I'm going to do a few send out a few, but I got um, I'll run down mine. I got Foots Walker, who played for the Cleveland Cavs. One of your guys, right, Drew? Oh, yeah. He played for the Cavs. So I got him on a, a on a 78 card, a 79 card and a 1980 tops card. He actually had he sent the 79 card. That wasn't my card, but he signed it. He signed them all in nice silver, silver Sharpie which is cool, signed all three cards for me, and it was a really quick return. I got uh, Ed Oling, and if you tell me where Ed Oling played, I'll give you I'll give you a quarter, because <laughs> I didn't even remember sending this out. This was a 1987 Tops card, and he played for, who did he play for, Drew? Atlanta Braves. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, uh, I think that 1988 Tops card was one of the first ones that I ever had, so, and there's the 87 there, all right, yeah, but yeah, that 88 Tops card, I think it was, was one of the first ones that I ever had. And I, it just, it's one of those cards that sticks in my mind just because of that. You know, when you send, like I send out probably, I don't know, 10 to 15 cards every time I send one out, right? Mm-hmm. And I always remember what I, I'm doing. This one came back the uh, last week, right before I went out, two weeks ago, before I went on vacation. And I'm like, I do not remember sending this card out. Mm-hmm. But I must have, because I, it's, <laughs> it's in my wheelhouse of what I was sending 87 cards. So thank you, Ed Olween. Uh, added pitch for the Atlanta Braves, and he signed it in nice blue Sharpie. And it only took a couple weeks. So I got, um, I got, uh, this is a cool one. This was when, when I was sending out um, car uh, stuff to Canada back at the beginning of the year. I got a bunch of Canada stamps for Christmas, and I sent out a Von Cornway. And I didn't, I, I, another one that I kind of forgot because it came in while I was away. Uh, I had sent him two cards, and he didn't sign the cards, but I didn't realize this because he uh, charges $10 a card. So I, uh. I, I didn't realize that, but he did send me this nice little five by seven color thing signed. I don't know. Can you see it Drew? Yeah, I got it there. Yeah. Cool. So he sent that this a nice autograph, nice blue Sharpie. It's kind of like a big um, oversized hockey card. And uh, 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 you know, it, it was, it was nice to come back. So I got that. Then I got, uh, this is future guest. He's going to be on next week. Tom Henderson. Uh, he this is his Washington Bullets card from 1979, and he signed it. He personalized it and uh, put his Tom Anderson with his number on it, and that took that took a couple weeks. This was this was an oldie. I don't. Uh, this was a this was probably at least a year old. I got Jim Slayton on 1978 tops card for my set. I did not have him. I I don't know. He's I know Jim Slayton's a pretty good signer, and. I, for some reason, maybe he stopped signing or, or was catching up on his mail, but I just got this the other day, and this has to be at least a year old. 
He's been a little bit inconsistent at times. I know there's a few years there where he was not doing anything at all. And then about a year, a year and a half ago, somewhere around there, he started doing a ton. So I made sure and hit him for my 72 set in that time. And then I'm guessing maybe, you know, he just kind of stopped for a while, let it pile up. And now he's getting caught up again. Yeah, I'm very happy to get that. Then I got uh, Mark Lewis from the Cleveland Indians. Yep. On what is it? This is uh, 88, I think. This is 88 tops or 89 tops. This 89. Yeah, because he was a. Yep, 80, 89. So he was the number two overall pick in 88. Yep, number one, number one draft pick. He signed a nice, he has a great signature. Uh, yep. And this one only took a couple weeks. And I know Mark Lewis is a is a, a great TTMer. And then uh, I got this one. It's funny. I sent this out before you did. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, Jared Olivia. I, nice. Oliva. I just got it back. He personalized it and uh, on a Topps Heritage card and from last year. And I think it's a high number card, right, Drew? Yeah, it's a high, it's a high number card. I think card. so. Yeah. And um, I think I sent if he's from the Pirates and I think I sent that out before you did. And you got yours back before me, but I'm I'm thrilled to get it back, you know, because I'm sure he's pretty probably signed a bunch before he went to spring training. Yeah. And then the, they, they were just getting him out. So that those are my returns to the week. I'm very happy with kind of a, the, the diversity of it. I got a hockey guy, a couple of basketball guys and a bunch of uh, baseball guys. So I'm going to I'm going to do some I think I do some football this week at uh and send out send out a bunch. I'm going to get caught up and get some some TTMs out. But that's kind of my returns for the week. Um, Drew, anything else? How are you doing? You got a bunch of stuff you're going to send out? Yeah, I sent out just on uh, just the other day. Actually, I put in uh, see here twelve football, eight baseball, one basketball, one hockey, and five miscellaneous all into the mailbox. So twenty seven going out. I've got another three ready to go out here. I just need to put cash in them because I've got like Tim McCarver is one of them, Mark Duper, um, forget who the, uh, George Foster is the other one. So how much, cash is Duper? How much is Duper? He's going for 10 bucks right now of what okay. I've seen. Um, he's he's a guy that did not sign for a long time, but I've seen a few for 10 bucks coming back recently. So I need him for a set. I might as well truck it out there and hope for the best. But yeah, going to do those three. And then I've got a whole box of football stuff that I had actually, I pulled to send this stuff out like a year ago and then never got around to it because I was mailing out all sorts of other stuff. So it's like, all right, I should probably go through that a little bit and see what I can find. So that's how I did the 12 football ones this uh, this past week. And I've got a whole whole crap load more here that I can go through and pick out a few of this week. So I think I've got a, enough stamps to send like 40 requests or thereabouts right now. So, yeah, got to get the pen to the paper here and just uh, see what I can do while I'm while I'm still recovering on this whole ankle thing right now. You must have like two rooms just dedicated to cards. Oh, I wish I've got two very large shelves at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a, a plethora of cards. One thing uh, we forgot to mention that we actually mentioned on our radio show this week, uh, that we saw a return from Joe Torrey, which was uh, different. Joe Torrey, in, uh, the, the gentleman sent uh, a card with $25 and Joe Torrey returned it. So um, good to see that you, if you need Joe Torrey for anything, and Joe, Drew, I don't know if you have Joe Torrey for his 72 set, but... Um, He's he he was at one time was a, a great signer and then he just stopped and then uh, he hasn't he hasn't signed in a while so it's good to see that that he's signing and uh, you know twenty five dollars is kind of what it is right ten fifteen twenty dollars is kind of what you got to pay nowadays if you if you want these guys yeah that's not not that's not too bad for a guy of Joe Torre's stature either I mean you're talking about a former MVP World Series winning multiple World Series winning manager. And uh, yeah, I've already got him for my 72s. I was able to strike while the iron was hot there when he was uh, signing free there. It was always a long wait. I'd mail it out and then I think I waited like a year and a half for it to get back to me, but fortunately it did on everything I needed for that. But I have his 1962 rookie card here. And it's like, I wouldn't mind getting that signed. So uh, 
It's like, do I want to take a chance on it? It's a car that used to be my dad. So it's like, you know, 25 bucks, I would gladly pay that if I know for certain that it's coming back. So if I see a couple other responses, I might go for it. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's not a bad deal. Because if you go to the National or any show, you're going to pay a lot more than that for them. Yes. It, it's, it's a given. So, well, that wraps up returns to the week. That's why we do this. We love the TTM and we love letting you guys know who's signing and who's not. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back. Hopefully we'll get some more. Uh, the mailbox will be full this week. Right, Drew? Of course. Well, next, next up is our, uh, our interview, our weekly interview. This week's interview is brought to you by Certified Sports Guarantee, csgcards.com for superior sports card certification and grading. Well, I had the pleasure of interviewing Michael Clark. Michael is the president of DSG Diamond Service Grading. And Michael talks all about what's happening with Diamond Service Grading and um, what's happening in the grading community. Michael is a very passionate collector and um, per- member of the, the grading community, obviously. And um, it, it was really interesting to get his forthright opinion on what's happening in grading and what's happening with, uh, you know, counterfeit cards and all kind of cool stuff. So, uh, please enjoy my interview with Michael Clark. But first, here's a message from our friends at CSG. It's the news sports card collectors have been waiting for. The CSG Population Report is here. It provides an up-to-date catalog of all the sports cards that have been graded by CSG. Designed to be user-friendly and easy to navigate, Sports card enthusiasts can use the CSG Population Report to determine the relative rarity of a sports card in a particular CSG grade. Start exploring today at csgcards.com. Joining the show is a person who is more passionate about grading than almost anyone I know. That's card grading, guys. We are talking about Mr. Michael Clark, who is president of DSG Grading, Diamond Service Grading. Michael, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you for having me, Jeff. It's an honor to be here, and I and I love uh, connecting with all your all your viewers and listeners because uh, you got something really good going, uh, and I'm I'm always happy to welcome new faces too. Well, Michael, I really enjoy talking to you. You're so passionate about collecting and grading. You've been a collector forever. You've been grading for a long time, and you guys, DSG Grading, Diamond Service Grading, went national about a year ago, and you guys have a real mantra that that's really cool to live by, which is uh, fast, transparent, and accurate, and that's something that's kind of cool uh, mantra for the company, don't you think? Oh, it is, and it's crucial, too, because uh, myself as a collector, of a, a, a very avid collector for the last 35, 40 years, but uh, collecting since I was a little kid. Um, it's. It, I always thought it was important to be quick, fast. We hate waiting for our stuff. Accurate. We want it to be. We want it to be quality um, and transparent. Uh, our system is completely transparent with our grade report, and you are very familiar with our QR code that you scan on the back that brings you to the grade report, showing you what's wrong with your card. Um, I always say it, and I know I, I. A lot of you have probably heard it. I always wanted to know why my card is a grade back when we were when I was just sending cards into other grading companies and such. And I always thought it would be so easy for them to just have a grade report and show people where the damage is on their cards. Because if, if you don't have that, um, you're going to wonder, you're going to question, Hey, well, why is this not a 10? You know, you got an eight on it or an 8.5. When you can look at the damage, you realize, okay, that that's why it's an 8.5, but you want to see it. That's part of transparency. I think that, um, Fast, accurate, and transparent are, are key uh, uh, 
issues we live by, you know, and, um, and also, you know, I, I have on a personal side, I, everyone that works for diamond service grading loves collecting and loves cards. And I think that's very important, um, to have a passion for what you do. Well, Michael, grading has always been kind of, uh, subjective. You know, one company gives a card a eight, one company gives a card a nine. There's not been a real transparency to it, but diamond service grading has a real cool thing. They have a QR code on the label so that the collector can scan the QR code and find out exactly why the card that they uh, sent out got the, the grade it received. So it's kind of cool. And you, Diamond Service Grading has kind of uh, eliminated the, the subjectiveness to grading, don't you think? Yeah, and, and that brings me to a good point because um, I'm very much in favor of a, a grading coalition where all the grading companies share information and, and work together to make our hobby better. And um, we have a published one through 10 grading scale on our website. If you ever go to the diamondservicegrading.com or dsggrading.com uh, and go to grading scale, you'll see a published one through 10 scale of a card being graded a certain grade. Uh, it'll explain what a flawless diamond is, what a 10 is, a nine, an eight, a seven, et cetera. Um, then, and then the half grades are, the half grades are reserved for a card that's mathematically an eight but visually stunning and beautiful or mathematically a nine but visually stunning and beautiful um you can get that half point add to the card um which, which makes it which makes it super nice uh for the collector because sometimes we have a card that uh we love and a half grade extra really matters so um but uh i do i would like to see we tried to parallel the one through 10 a grading standard with the top companies. Um, I, I put the top five companies as uh, us, PSA Beckett, SGC, and CGC. Um, I, I consider all five of these companies, companies trying to do a very good job. They're trying to take care of customers. They're trying to service customers and, and make them happy. Um, a couple companies have bogged down with, with too much business. So it opened a perfect opportunity for a company like ours to come in and do a super quality job at a reasonable price for people and, uh, and help with the overflow of grading demand that exists out there. So, um, but I do believe that the, the top companies are, are doing very well, but I would like to see us all on the same grading scale. So when I wrote the grading scale at the time, um, the, the newest version of the grading scale came out about a year ago when I wrote that. I studied uh, the, the, all the top companies grading scale and tried to parallel that. Um, as we all know, there can always be a little bit of a, a variation on, on a grade, you know, and it depends on what system any grading company is using. I believe that ours is the most accurate because uh, the numbers are the numbers. And when they go into the computer and the computer calculates the grade, it's going to come out the exact same every time. If the numbers are the same, the grade is going to come out the same. Um, you know, with the exception of that half point grade that I we reserve for a card that is extraordinarily beautiful, but mathematically maybe it has, you know, three corners that make it an eight, but you can barely see the three corners. Uh, so maybe you get the 8.5. Um, but other than that, our grading scale is very simple, very exact, and it's a science. It's not a guess. We're speaking with Michael Clark. Michael is president of Diamond Service Grading, DSG Grading, uh, leading grading company. 
Michael, uh, DSG Grading has been able to grow incrementally in the last year while other companies have shut down or had huge backlogs. How has DSG Grading been able to withstand the growth and been able to meet, still meet the customer's 30-day turnaround? Uh, that, that's an excellent question. And the, and the answer is very simple. We have a very scalable model. Um, our grading system works in a five-person team, a pod. Um, where you have data entry, you have imaging, you have grading, you have labeling and encapsulation, and then shipping receiving. Each grading team is a five-man pod that produces cards, which makes it very easy to scale. Um, we uh, one, one master grader, I've said this before, can master grade for three graders. Um, and the, the experience... Um, that a master grader has is a lifetime of experience versus a, a good card grader. Um, they, they might only have a couple years in the hobby, but they're intelligent and can learn the grading program and can learn the system and pay attention and can identify damage. Um, so because we're scalable, we can, uh, we can add another grading team on relatively quick. Um, usually, usually uh, because we hire graders with experience, um, that's the hardest thing to, to teach in a grading part is um, the accurate grading scale. Uh, but data entry is pretty pretty much set. I mean, we have a database, where, so all the cards come out consistent, you know, uh, named accurately and consistently every time. Uh, the other the stations, imaging is a pretty quick uh, station to teach. Uh, encapsulation is a pretty quick station to teach. Um, and then shipping and receiving is, you know, if you're a good shipper receiver, you're good ship receiver. You have to pay attention to detail. Every single department has to pay attention to detail and make sure that even down to encapsulating, you, you don't want a little speck of dust in the encapsulation because all, all of us collectors, that'll drive us crazy if there's a little piece of dust in your encapsulation or if there's a scratch on it or if there's an imperfection in the plastic. Put that in there, put that in the recycle and, and uh, it'll be grinded up and made into a cup or something, you know, but uh, our, our encapsulations, we take a lot of pride in them being crystal clear and beautiful and strong polycarbonate UV protected. Um, so uh, getting back to your real question, how do we keep the 30 day um, uh, guarantee going? We, it, we can project the numbers pretty easy. We, we know what numbers are coming in and we know how many units each pod can produce. Um, and if we have to put a swing shift on, we put a swing shift on. If we, if we need to go 24 hours with three shifts, we'll put three shifts on to keep up with the volume. Um, because uh, we, we do also take a lot of pride in being on time with our 30-day turnaround. And by the way, we have the 14-day turnaround as well that we're on time with. Um, we even started a new um, one-day grading service. Um, we don't get a lot of cards in on one day, but one day means you get it to us that day it gets um it gets graded and encapsulated and it gets shipped back to you the same day so two days shipping you could pay for overnight shipping if you really want or you could do two day shipping uh which would put that one day service probably a turnaround you getting it to us us getting it back to you probably around five days but uh if you overnighted it to us and we overnighted it back to you you could literally have it back in two days so uh, we do that. That's $150 a card. So we don't get a lot of submissions at that level, but um, we, we have gotten, we have gotten some. Uh, you'll start seeing that show up on our website. I believe it goes live this week on the one day service. Um, 
I could double check that with my head of technology, but I'm 99% sure it goes live this week. Um, that's pretty but impressive. Yes, that 30 day service is very important to collectors. And we're speaking with Michael Clark. Michael is president of DSG Grading, Diamond Service Grading. And Michael, one of the things that's really cool about DSG Grading is the different labels that you, options that you have. I love the New Era label. You have a new glow-in-the-dark label. Um, that's something that makes DSG Grading special, the labels. You you know what? We do, and, and our, our customers love the label choices because we do all the way from the artisan labels where we have some of the very uh, well-known artists from the uh, different TCGs design a label, and then they're, all their fans want their cards uh, encapsulated in that label, all the way to the, our standard um, the choices of labels with the, the blue hollow and the, and the uh, traditional and the, the vintage label, which I absolutely love the vintage label. I love encapsulating vintage cards in that vintage label. It's, it's beautiful. Um, That's my I favorite. Think yeah, I think label choices are so important for people because – um, maybe you want to put your 61 top set in vintage, but you want to put your, you know, 2020 prism set in maybe the prismatic label or the uh, blue holographic label, something that complements your set. Diamond Service Grading has really established themselves in the gaming card market. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball. Was that something you saw when you went national a year ago? You know what? Um, it's funny because when we started grading nationally, um, I assumed that the majority of our grades would be sports cards. Um, but as the um, our authorized dealer network, we have authorized DSG authorized dealers all across the country. Actually, all across the world. We even have one in Australia and one in Germany. Um, when they when we did that, uh, it just happened to be that we met a lot of very progressive dealers that were looking for something better that dealt in the gaming and TCG uh, categories and Marvel, Marvel cards. So we started getting thousands and thousands of those submissions. And we thought like, yeah, of course, you know, we're a grading company. We love those cards just as much as we love our sports cards in a funny way. You know, I have a Shadowless first edition Charizard. Are you kidding me? I love that card. I don't ever want to sell that card. It's just, uh, it's cool to have it. And you understand that because you're a collector, Jeff. Yep. And you have a special card that doesn't matter how much it's worth. You you love the card. So we figured all the all the people that collect the TCGs love their cards as much as anybody loves their favorite cards. Um, so we did. We embraced it. And um, and we have uh, quite a vast authorized dealer network. I was going to say one thing real quick while I'm talking about the dealer uh, authorized dealer network. Um, uh, I know that some of our authorized dealers sh share a discount code with their with their viewers, and which is perfectly okay. Um, I think you have an authorized dealer code that you're allowed to share with your viewers. Uh, it gives them five dollars off per grade. Um, yep. We welcome that also because we figure your listeners and viewers are part of your family. You're part of our family, which makes everybody win big family. So share those discounts and and uh, and and share trading with each other and you know um, sometimes sometimes one of your buddies will have a card that you really want maybe you have a card he really wants just like when we were kids you know you you decide who your favorite players are and and you collect those and what your favorite cards are and you collect those so um, share the dealer codes uh, for the five dollar discount and uh, and. We all we always welcome feedback too. If any of your listeners ever have some good suggestions or comments for us, uh, 
we're a very open, innovative company. We listen to everything. We listen to what our customers want because that is how you get better. Well, uh, guys, our discount code for our listeners is 4HMUGTZG. Once again, it's 4HMUGTZG. It's available on our website. And you don't, have, you, know, you don't have to grab a pencil and write down quick. I'll give it one more time. It's 4HMUGTZG. And that gives you $5 off every card you get created uh, with DSG. It's not just one card. It could be 100 cards, right, Mike? It doesn't, it's not just for one card. So use that, the discount that, oh, it code. Could be, it could be. A, a, you know what? And I'll give you guys a tip. If it's for more than, uh, if it's for more than 50 cards, you're going to, it's going to trigger an additional discount of $5 per card. Just, just that, so you know. That's um, very cool. Hey, Thank you, real quick. Cause I was trying to listen to the number, the, the code. What was the code again? Four, but it's four H M U G T Z G. We're speaking with Michael Clark. Michael is president of Diamond Service Grading, DSGgrading.com. Michael, you guys have attended a lot of shows this past year. What have you learned from collectors while uh, attending these shows? Oh, the shows have been very fun. As a matter of fact, we're slated to do every Collecticon show this year. Um, and uh, uh, Matthew and Cody and Jeff are awesome. They're the promoters of the show. They put on such a great show. They they have so many people show up, and uh, I also love it. Vanilla Ice was there. He did a little concert during the show, which is fun. We have uh, Jason Page and all the all the different artists and, and voiceover actors and actresses. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun for the people to go to the shows. And um, uh, what I've noticed at the shows is wonderful community, wonderful community of people that show up at these shows. And um, I've learned that uh, our customers absolutely love our product i mean everyone raves about the quality encapsulation the fact that it's uv uh, protected the fact that it's polycarbonate and if you drop it on the ground it doesn't break or chip um not that i recommend dropping your good cards on the ground because i try (laughs) i never try never to drop my good cards but it happens sometimes you know you're pretty happy if uh, if it's still protected um uh, our customers have really raved uh, raved about um the authorized dealer program, number one. If you're a dealer, we have an excellent authorized dealer program and, and we actually uh, invite our authorized dealers to be in our corporate space at the shows. Um, streamers and whatnot's been streaming uh, uh, for, I, I guess, I guess a little over a year now. Yep. And um, super good, fantastic um, streamers with that, with that company. Uh, super fun engage not just the collecting aspect but the fun aspect of collecting the 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 dealers of today it's a lot more enjoyable to collect because it's not just opening packs and and putting them in your collection now it's um they have games that they do and and things like that so um but our dealers like i said love our encapsulation they love our uh, honesty, transparency, you know, speed of, of return. Um, they, they love the, the, the tech fact, uh, aspects that we have to our, to our company with the QR code and the very soon coming population report, which is going to be more of a overall over uh, all encompassing analytical population report, which is going to give you a lot more information than the traditional population report. Um, uh, the, 
then my account, I wanted to let a lot of people that don't know um, that if you go to uh, dsggrading.com and you click my account and you don't have one yet, click register. It's really easy. You just put your email address in and your information in. Um, and then that's always in the system for if you want to do a submission. But the beautiful thing is, is it, 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 it has a record of every card you ever grade with us, which is super nice. Um, our tech guys are working on that being uh, editable where you could uh, drag and drop uh, cards out of it or, or drag and pull cards into it if you purchase one from somebody. So that's going to be a very cool feature coming up real soon. Um, but uh, it's really nice because when you send an order in, you, you kind of like to know where your order is in the system. Um, on the My Account, as soon as data entry enters your card in, it shows up on your My Account. It won't show a grade yet, but it'll show the card. Then when it gets imaged, it'll show the image. And then you know the next step is grading. When it gets graded, that grade, the date it was graded, and that grade actually goes into your, your uh, My Account. And from there, it doesn't really do anything past that because now you have all the information, you have the scan, you have the grade, you have the data was graded, but you know that encapsulation is usually one to two days outside of grading um, and then shipping is two days. So, you know, you, you, when you see your grade up on, the, on, on your My Account, you know that that card is gonna be back in your hands very, very quickly. Um, and, that, and that's kind of a fun little feature. We're also, we also have a, a registry coming where, um, you could have your set registered. You could have all all your cards uh, that you're that you need for that set um, in your database, and then you could fill them in as you get them, and and it'll populate from the drag aspect of your my account, drag it and drop it into your set registry, and it'll keep it'll do it'll do what the set registries do. It'll keep your average grade, you know, uh, for the set and and all that the good statistical uh, information that we love to see. Um, that's coming very soon. I, I think that's not going to be uh, fully functional. We'll have it in test mode early on, but uh, we like to work the bugs out before we actually introduce it to our customers. So probably by the end of summer, uh, early winter, that all will be in play and, and functional. Counterfeit cards have become a problem in our hobby recently. What security measures have you implemented to uh, fight counterfeits? I, I think that's an excellent question because as a grading company, um, you never see it um, on the surface, but a, a grading company, we have meetings about this on the daily, um, sharing information between ourselves because uh, everybody, we, we have to keep up cutting edge on all the known counterfeits. We have a counterfeit library in our exemplar library uh, just so we can not only teach new graders about counterfeits, but also reference counterfeits. And um, there is an epidemic of counterfeits and, um, and unauthorized cards going through the, uh, the, the collector's community. And when I say unauthorized cards, there's uh, been, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've read about it on the MetaZoo world, there was the, the one unauthorized MetaZoo sample card that got out somehow. We, nobody really knows how it got out. But it's important for us to share this information with each other because as a collector there again, we don't want non-copyrighted um, uh, cards in encapsulations and we don't want um, unauthorized promos of any company out. It has to be authorized by the company or the grading companies really do not want to encapsulate it. Um, so 
that's another thing a, a, a coalition could do, like having a group of people that share the information. Uh, if we get early, uh, early indications of a counterfeit uh, out there, um, we can share it with all the other grading companies. And there, I might also add uh, for all your listeners, there's a very, very good counterfeit 8687 Fleer Jordan floating around right now. And the only thing different about this card, it's almost like they use the master plates to print it because it's so perfect. It has the seams in the basketball. It has the dots in the arrow on the front of the card. It's got the white in the, uh, in the bowl. It's got the white in the register, the little uh, uh, R of the registered trademark, the little white dot. It's got all that, all the telltale things. The only thing wrong is a paper stock. So that's a very good counterfeit that I, I want to share with all the grading companies because I don't want to see anybody buying one by accident, you know, or, or encapsulated one by accident. And then someone pays a high price for it uh, on whatever service they buy from. Um, I'm, I'm a very much a purist in this hobby and um, counterfeits are my pet peeve. And if it does any good at all, I would like to say eBay, stop letting people put counterfeits up. I mean, don't let them call, don't let them call uh, a Michael Jordan rookie a reprint unless it says reprint on it. If it's, if it does not say reprint on it, it is a counterfeit period. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of seeing Mickey Mantle cards on eBay. I don't know. I found this in my attic and it might be real, but I don't know. So I'm just going to say it's a reprint just in case. Michael, do you think counterfeiting is a, a new phenomenon or has been around for a while? I think that I've noticed it for a lot longer than that. But yeah. um, because of the money aspect of things, I always tell people anytime there turns into a lot of money in any industry, and I don't care what the industry is, you're going to see some dirty playing going on. Um, education is the only way we can do it. By you covering counterfeits. Like I, I should send you a, a, a report of all counterfeits that we do, uh, discover every month so you can share it with your viewers so they could be aware. Um, yeah, please. I am willing- I am willing to do that for you. I'm willing to do that for the whole industry. Um, I do. I was talking to my uh, web technician that I'd like um, a, a counterfeit tab on our website to teach our, our, our collectors how to tell how to spot a counterfeit because um, I've even had friends that bring me uh, like the one one star Jordan card, a fantastic card, but um my my good buddy brought one to me and I said like uh how much did you pay for this and he goes like I paid 2000 for it I said well first of all you know that's a really low price for this card but unfortunately it's not even real hopefully you just bought it so you can get your money back cuz it's counterfeit and when i tell someone something's counterfeit i'm not guessing it's counterfeit i know for a fact 100% positive it's counterfeit and i show them why and i show them what to look for for the future so that it doesn't happen again but um there is there's so many of our favorite cards of the industry that are counterfeited now, and you have to be so careful not to buy one because uh, a lot of times the guys that sell them, you can't find them after you've paid for it. So right. it's uh, something that, so be looking at that, that, that um, I want to have enough content on the, on the site for the counterfeits when we launch it, it's going to be a, um, a premier thing. I, I'll, I'll talk to you. Um, in months to come and I'll let you know when we're ready to launch that so you can let all your listeners all right. know but uh, that'll be a fun one we used to have um, way back in the day I published a magazine called Sports Card Investor Magazine and we had a, a section called Counterfeit Corner um, and uh, the CTA graders would write the articles for the Counterfeit Corner which is cool and show you close-ups we, uh, we had a special microscope 
which we, 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 of course, we have that um, for our equipment where it will blow up a section of the card and show you down to the most minute print details of, of a card. And that's how you tell counterfeits is it's usually mistakes in the printing or mistakes in the paper stock. Um, one of those two things are the most, uh, the easiest ways to tell counterfeits. Um, and then, and then anyone that was done with the digital imaging, it's super simple to tell because it's a complete dot matrix pattern versus um, when you're in the printing process and you're using plates, it's a very solid layout, uh, layover of the color uh, versus um, uh, a laser printer is going to be, uh, even if you do 1200 DPI, which is 1200 dots per square inch, uh, it, it's even, you, I don't care how many DPI you use, you can tell under magnification that it's not done with the plate. So. And that's it, especially it, on the vintage cards. Most of those, it's still it's still buyer beware. We're speaking with Michael Clark. Michael is president of Diamond Service Grading, DSG Grading, DSGGrading.com. They are on Facebook, Instagram. Has a great website, DSGGrading.com. Um, fast, accurate, transparent grading. Fantastic company, guys. If you use our coupon code, which is four H M U G. TCG, don't worry if you didn't write it down quick enough. It is available on our website. You get $5 off uh, every card you get graded with DSU grading. They're still meeting their 30-day deadline, which is fantastic. Michael just told me, told us earlier that they have a one-day turnaround, which is a little expensive, but it's worth it if you need to turn, turn around a card in a day, right, Michael? There's all sorts That's of right. stuff. Michael, why don't you let us know what uh, shows you're going to be planning on attending this year? Okay, so we'll be in Dallas-Fort Worth, May 28th and 29th. We'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 4th and June 5th. We'll be in Long Beach, California. That's going to be a real fun one, August 20th and 21st. We'll be in Kansas City, uh, September 17th and 18th. And we'll be in Denver, Colorado, October 15th and 16th. There are a few more shows that we might be in that I'll announce later, but I'll give you I'll give you some notification on that uh, for one of your future uh, shows. Perfect, guys. If you're in the area, go check out. Uh, you can see their encapsulations. You can see their fine, fine labels. You can meet Michael and his team. Uh, a fantastic company. Give them a try. Go to dsggrading.com. Learn more. Michael, I really appreciate your time today. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, you know, I would wish you the best of luck. Uh, thank you. Let me just say one thing real quick before we go. I almost forgot to mention the new black light label. The poncho label is black light. When you put it under a black light, it actually glows. Um, Wizards of the Coast on, on the new Kamigawa set just came out on uh, Neon Destiny with a neon special short printed card. Um, we got one of those in. It's on our Instagram um, uh, website under DSG. Um, and uh, it actually, we put it in a black light label with a black light label and it showed it in the black light and put it on our Instagram. It looks amazing. And one little twist, when we're at a show and there's an artist at our booth, they can sign in invisible ink that only shows up in black light and we can authenticate the signature because they're right there at our booth and encapsulate it. And then when you put a black light over your card that you can't see anything when you first look at it, you put the black light over it and you can see the little sketch drawing and the signature of the artist. We have the we we have artists and uh, and uh, authorized dealers at all the shows with us too. Very cool, guys. Stop by Michael's booth at the show. Uh, we'll mention uh, any show that they're at uh, in our weekly show, weekly shows. So uh, make sure you check them out. 
DSG Grading, DSGgrading.com. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Michael Clark. He was a uh, he's a real passionate guy and a real real uh, great guy to talk to. I hope you enjoyed our my interview with him. But Drew, we finished up another show. Put one in the books. We did, yes. So it was a great week, and we have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, we're gonna. I got a sh- uh, show in two weeks. I have my fantasy baseball draft that I got to start studying for. Got all sorts of TTM stuff. What do you got planned? Not a whole lot. I got uh, fortunately, I got the day off from band practice here since we just had our show there. So just uh, kind of hopefully relax and just uh, write a few more requests to send out. Cool. Well, I want to remind everyone we are giving away a uh, collector's prize pack. That's what we're going to call it. It has a TTM cast t shirt, a CSG baseball hat, a collects.app t shirt, all in a CSG bag. We're going to throw in some sports collectors club card stands, some TTM cast uh, magnets. All sorts of cool, cool stuff. So you want to enter? We're going to give that away next week. Drew, how do you enter? That would be TTMcast at Yahoo.com. That's right. Or you can text us at 978-729-0662. We have all sorts of fun guests lined up for for, for all the way through the month, the month of April. So we've got a lot of stuff, fun stuff coming up for you guys. Let your friends know what we're doing. We have, we want to welcome all our new listeners. We've got a lot of new listeners lately. Welcome aboard. And for our, the guys that have been with us since day one, we thank you. We appreciate you. We do. We, we love the hobby. I hope you, you can tell that by, by this show. This is a labor of love for both Drew and I. We just do it because we love to talk and bullshit and, and talk about collecting. So that, that is why we're here. Let people know what we're doing. Remember, if you want to listen to our uh, radio show, it's on the Sports Map Radio Network. The radio show is called Sports Collectors Club. You can go to sportscollectorsclub.com to learn more and listen to our old shows. We are on Sunday mornings. When What time are we on, Drew? 7 a.m. Eastern and a replay at 10 a.m. Eastern. That's right. And the and we're getting great response from the radio show. So thank you guys. Uh, you know, keep it up. And I think that wraps it up, Drew. Anything else you want to say before I let you go? I think we've pretty much covered it all. Another good show. I know. I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> out of breath. Well, guys, we'll remember Tom Henderson from the NBA, uh, veteran NBA. And he also was on the 1972 uh, Olympic team that uh, basketball team that lost to the Russians in the gold medal. And Tom is very forthcoming and talks about some of his teammates, talks about playing in the NBA, talks about the Olympics and, and talks about collecting and signing autographs. Tom is, is very big in signing autographs through the mail. So if you want to get his autograph, uh, you know, send, send his autograph. He, Tom's very quick at, at signing returns. So check it out next week. Uh, Tom Henderson from the NBA I think that's it. We'll close it out. Wishing everyone many happy returns. We'll see you guys next week.